0: Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be my talk about the customizable ghosts that were announced by Bungie. If you're listening to this on iTunes or Spotify or Google Play, you can always catch me live at rage.com. That'll bring you to the YouTube channel. If you don't want to miss out on these live streams or content, make sure and hit subscribe and the bell button. Also, if you're looking for the Q&A session or the VIP call-in session, those links are now below. We only upload the 10-minute video and then those links will take you to the past broadcast. So, what what do they say? I, this was kind of this one kind of came out of left field. I was actually not expecting this to happen. I wasn't expecting ghosts to become customizable, but I am excited to see it. I, funny enough, I, it was a Q and A session a while ago where somebody suggested this. There was a, a viewer that was said, you know, it'd be great if we could change the perks on a ghost. Uh, and as well as Sparrows to give us more control, so we're not constantly just leaning towards one or two ghosts, and then the rest kind of seem like their perks don't really matter. Uh, I'm gonna say why I think this is a nice start, but then I'm gonna end by saying this is just more housekeeping. But but it's giving me hope about a handful of things. So let's just kind of read through what they said in the announcement. I'm just gonna like I'm not gonna just read the twab to you, but there is some basic info in here. We need to come over. So they wanted to give an updates so or for some functionality like they did with armor in Keep, and they want to bring it to Ghosts. So Ghosts will now have energy levels uh, and an access to like all these different mods and the mods have various energy costs instead of being preloaded with specific perks. And you're going to notice when we scroll down to the images, the energy cost of the mod is in relation to the benefits that you get. So it goes up in cost, you know, the, 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 the better the perk is. Uh, this treatment has been applied to Ghosts outside of the Generalist shell, so you can use your favorite Ghost shells regardless of tier. So you can you can go in and you can say let's 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 just use whichever one I want and then and then level it up. Uh, a selection of mods will be available on all Ghost shells by default, while the remaining ones will be obtainable via various gameplay sources, and you can learn that from collection. So you're going to have some by default, but then you're going to be able to go earn these in other places. Uh, this is obviously. Uh, a decent deepening of the loot pool, it's something else to chase, it's something else to have dropping in the world, so we're not purely looking for just guns, you know, guns and nothing else. Uh, Ghost mods will be obtained from gameplay reward loops, and will not be purchasable from the Eververse, so the reason they specify that is because you can buy ghosts from the Eververse sometimes. And they want to make sure that they don't, uh, they don't, they don't leave this hanging as, like, a question. Uh, they have four mod slots, three are unlocked by default, and the fourth is unlocked by masterworking the ghost shell. Now, people were getting a little worked up about that. They were like, wait a minute, I mean, it's really expensive to masterwork my armor. They have confirmed, I believe it was Cosmo confirmed on Reddit, that it's only going to cost a little bit of glimmer and some enhancement cores. It's not going to be very expensive, it's going to be pretty cheap, uh, which makes sense. I mean, it's just a ghost and you know some of the perks down here um it, you know are are good but they're not you know they're not going to be like life changing to where you're going to want to spend a disproportionate amount of your currency on uh, on master working a ghost so for those wondering what will happen to the old ghost perks so they do make sure to say this most have been brought forward largely unchanged as default unlocked mods so a lot of the ghost perks that you're accustomed to they'll be brought forward some people were asking you know, what about Speed Demon? What about that instant summon perk I like on my Ghost for my Sparrow? My hope would be that there's another update coming and Sparrows are going to get similar treatment here, so we no longer have to lean on that, um... As, as, a, as almost a required perk on Ghost or just slam the collections until you get the Sparrow uh, with Instant Summon. They said in some cases, such as destination-specific material or cash trackers, those mods have been transformed into globally effective, non-destination-specific versions of themselves for better utility. So if you want to get more, you know, uh, currency or I'm sorry, uh, destination materials on Europa, you're not going to have to go in and change the mod. It's going to be generic and globally effective. Energy costs for those mods now reflect the increased flexibility, and the mods must be earned from various vendor ingrams. Kill Tracker and Leviathan boss kill perks will remain intrinsic only on their specific ghost shells. Even with these changes, you'll still be able to build uh, most of the popular exotic perk combinations that were available previously, such as Guiding Light and Treasure Hunter, along with a plethora of new combinations. So then we stroll down here and get a nice picture... It looks just like armor. You've got the tier, you've got the energy, you have the slots, and then they show you a mod here called Blinding Light. Uh, XP gains are increased by 12%. Uh, And if you're sort of... You know keen to pay attention to the imagery here the icon of the mod changes and so does the energy so it goes from one two three four five and six energy and the icon changes each time to be more filled in and so 12 percent is probably the most increase of xp gains you can get and i don't know maybe it goes down by two percent so this is ten eight six and then 4, and then 2, 2% for the very, very lowest one, You know, something like that. So they're already kind of showing you that the mods themselves will cost more if they do more, which I think is a pretty nice system, but then it got a little bit more interesting when you came down here and saw one that said, defeating bosses in Vanguard, Playlist Strikes, or Nightfalls has a chance to award an Enhancement Prism, and you'll notice that, you know, this one here, the Core Harvest, there are there's a four and a six for both Vanguard Gambit and Crucible. So if they're enabling you to get, you know, chances for enhancement prisms or, you know, these types of materials across, you know, across the game, that's a good change. We, you know, we've kind of consistently said that you know, the port crucible, it's like these guys that spend all day in crucible, they never get any, you know, materials for for upgrading. And if you have this ghost on all throughout the day, hopefully that gives you a chance in crucible to get some of this stuff. So you don't feel like man, the only way to get materials for leveling is to go run nightfalls. And then they did add them to trials. You'll notice some other symbols down here. There's like a sharp, spiky tri- um diamond symbol there's one that includes the destination materials diamond so maybe destination materials are being unified If they're unifying the perks, we've always said if you look at the season pass, there's like that little box, and it's like destination resource bundle. Uh, They could take all destination materials and funnel them into one box, unifying them, so it doesn't matter when a planet leaves or goes away. Uh, Any materials from that planet's just in one big pot, and then this would allow you maybe to get those generic materials from Gambit, Vanguard, and Crucible. Again, they don't say what those symbols mean, And then it looks like one for Crucible has a little helmet on it, so maybe that'll increase your chance drop rate of the armor while you're in, uh, you know, while you're in the Crucible. And obviously there's another page. So... I actually really like this. I want to transition out of saying this is a really, really nice start. This is something that we've asked for, honestly, uh, and I wasn't expecting it. And I I think this is a really, really great start. Something that obviously has the gears in my head turning is this seems like you're kind of homogenizing the energy system. So is it going to hit other places? Is it going to hit your sparrow? You know, is it going to hit guns? I don't know. We'll talk about that in a moment. Seeing perks that feel useful... Uh, also is nice. This isn't just a bunch of generic stuff. Obviously, you can see right here, there's a glimmer one, which that might free up some space on the artifact. Maybe the artifact was sort of an experiment to come up with some of these ideas, and they might yank those glimmer ones off of the artifact. Maybe the artifact could get a nice update as well. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming... I'm assuming there's going to be some semblance of an update to the artifact for year 4, since it was a bit of an experiment in year 3, and I would like to see what changes they're making there, and maybe that's something that they're going to do is yank all those Glimmer mods off of the artifact. So, I would really love to see sparrows get similar treatment as well as some other pieces. So, let's kind of end the video by saying, this is more housekeeping, but, but, I do think it's exciting. This is good to see another item in the game sort of given a deepening effect. If you look at the stasis customization that we've already seen with the aspects and the fragments, that's a deepening of customization, and so is this. Obviously, you know, currency drop rate and material drop rate isn't amazing, but being able to customize your go to influence XP gains and currency chance drop rate I think is a move in the nice direction if you're going to deepen something on the ghost I think this was right you know the right thing to do and this feels similar to the update that they brought to stasis now i want to i want to kind of close by saying this really makes me cross my fingers for weapons because i do think you're seeing a homogenization of the menu system now my ghost looks just like my armor it's got energy and it's got mods and i would love to see weapons treated in this way as well level the weapon up masterwork it and get these mods to open and unlock if you remember in previous videos, where I shot down the idea of needing to level up a gun to use its perks, I said it'd be pretty cool if as you use the weapon, its perks went up in tier, so tier 1, 2 and 3, as you use it, you know Firefly or Dragonfly gets bigger and stronger, well, they could really take that idea and do it an even better way, you could go in here to gun mod perks and say, if you want to spend 6 energy, we're going to double the blast radius of Dragonfly we're going to double your reload speed off of a crit kill so then we move away from perks that are damage and reload based and you can start to maybe just modify the gun to have a pretty good reload as long as you're willing to spend the energy i still want to have us chasing god rolls i don't want this system to come to guns where just level the gun's energy up and build your god roll I would like it to be complementary to the existing god roll pursuit and then it would be an enhancing and a deepening of you can customize your gun to a certain extent. We've also said we'd like to see some customization with respect to sights and scopes because sometimes the gun's great but you think the scope or the sights ugly. As long as changing the sight and the scope doesn't do any kind of stat changing or power changing to the weapon's efficacy or time to kill or something it would be purely cosmetic for your own enjoyment of using the weapon. I would like to see that too. So we're going to transition to Q&A and VIP call-ins. Again, if you're listening to this, or I'm sorry, if you're watching this on YouTube, there are links below to the timestamps. If you're listening to the audio version, the Q&A and VIP will just come up next. As always, if you're watching or listening elsewhere, please like, share, and subscribe. Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR presents. This is going to be the Q and A session that followed my talk about the customizable ghosts that were announced by Bungie. If you're listening to this on Spotify or iTunes or Google Play, you can always catch me live at sayno to ragecom That'll bring you to the YouTube channel. You can hit subscribe and the bell button so you do not uh, miss out on the live streams or the content. Also, the Q and A sessions and VIP call in sessions. We're leaving those in the past broadcast and only uploading the 10-minute talk and then using timestamps. So I know it's a little bit different, but it definitely is better for the channel as well as your subscriber feed. So we're going to start with uh, Clap for You. It says, do you believe the ghosts will return... Uh, I'm sorry, will turn the new artifact and we can mod... Changes according to the activity we are doing. Well, no, they're clearly not supplanting the artifact. Now we obviously theorized that the 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 glimmer perks on the ghost could free them up to say we're we're getting rid of the glimmer perks on the artifact. That's been one of the ones that we thought was just kind of like, eh, you know, w- who really cares about those? And now they're you know they're clearly you can kind of see the glimmer perks. I'll, I'll use my mouse here. I'll circle right there. You can see that's a glimmer perk. And it obviously has two cubes instead of one, just like the XP icon. It's, you know, it's, it's probably because it's a, it's a two energy instead of a one energy, there's the two cubes. So the cubes probably add up, you know, there's probably a two or three, four, whatever. And then you're getting more glimmer according to how much energy you, you, you slot. So that to me would make me hopeful that they're going to yank the glimmer, the glimmer perks ...off of the artifact and put stuff on there that's more interesting... ...I don't think they're going to... Uh, ...suddenly make this is the new artifact. Now, I do know they are saying here... ...this mod is fragile and will expire at the end of Season 15. So they're giving them, like, the year-long treatment. You know? I don't know what their plan is for the artifact. Because if seasonal content's gonna last for a year then what are they going to do with seasonal mods? What are they going to do with the seasonal stuff on the Artifact? I mean, the Artifact and the season pass kind of come together as a package deal, and I, I uh, I think in this certain situation, the the artifact and the season pass are going to probably be changed and enhanced, not done away with. The, the the season pass and the artifact is just really, really easy value transmission to the to the customer because they know I get the bonus level on the artifact and as long as I'm playing, I get cool stuff from the season pass. So I don't think that they're, they have any plans to get rid of the artifact. My hope would be that they would be wanting to enhance it, expand it, or make it better as opposed to Getting rid of it. The system seems similar. It certainly is similar. I mean, but you could also say this is similar to the to the armor. It's grabbing similarities from certain things, yes. But the artifact has champion mods on it. It has mods for your armor that you unlock. That none, none of that is present here. This is all basic sort of this isn't an Okay, let me say it another way. Everything we're seeing here is an expansion and an evolution of existing ghost mods. XP gains. Uh, you know, uh, ch- loot or chest finders, glimmer, uh, material drop. Th- this is enhancing and evolving what's already in place on a ghost. Ghosts come with perks like this. So I think this is actually more of a it's like it's like you upgraded your Pokemon. like the ghost is gonna upgrade and have like an enhanced version of what's already been present. Nothing here seems like it's supplanting what we have on the artifact. The artifact also comes with mods for your armor for reload, you know, oppressive darkness, things like that. Everything here is more geared towards, hey, you used to get extra XP or, you know, you'd have uh, chest and, and material finders on your ghost. Well, now, you know, those are universalized. You can, you know, those, those are global. Um, and here's something that allows you to get extra prisms from a nightfall, you know, uh, drops from nightfall or strike bosses. So that's how I would frame it. I think you're right, though, to think, hmm, this might be slightly stepping on the artifact's toes a little bit, and I think that would be a good thing. Get the glimmer perks off the artifact and make the artifact more interesting. I'm curious what they're going to do with champion mods going forward. The general feedback from the from the the player base has been mixed on champions we don't like sort of being dictated to for an entire season of like these are the only ones that get champion mods we also don't like the absence of champion mods on exotics and so i that's another housekeeping twab that i anticipate is going to take place leveling Artifact, bounties, I would love one on the gun system. Like Again, this feels like they're homogenizing the UI. So if armor has 10 energy and your ghost, maybe your sparrow, then what about guns? Are guns going to look like this to some degree I kind of hope so. I don't want us to be able to build our own god roll, but enhancing the roll with mods and having the mods cost a different amount according to the energy would be, I think, a really, really good evolution of the gun system as well. It would make guns in year four and beyond seem a lot more interesting. So... Tinkmaster, the reveal of new mods to give enhancement materials got me excited as a solo player with zero IRL friends who play Destiny. Do you see this as a move of Bungie to make build crafting more accessible? So mods to give enhancement materials to... Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that, and we've kind of said for a while... Leveling up your armor is something that everybody wants to do, and if you primarily hang out in Crucible every day and you kind of want to spec out and get your armor up and min-max, you have to go run Nightfalls. And I think for a while I was like, Nightfalls need to retain their incentive. That's one of the only real reasons to run a Nightfall. I want to modify my, um, I want to modify my stance on this. First and foremost, I think Nightfalls need better reward structure that is not just purely materials. I think the materials can be very generous and healthy drop rate in there, but I think Grandmaster Nightfalls need adept weapons. Um I think Nightfall the ordeal needs adept weapons and the drop rate goes up the higher up you go with with a practical guarantee at the at the higher difficulties. Um and then treat the game as if materials for enhancing your ghost, your armor, whatever, are just sort of generally dropping in the game. If you're playing, I've always kind of thought that if I'm playing the game, the game should naturally be feeding me the XP and the resources needed to invest in anything that's dropping. I don't need, this is not a game where I need to go farm for phase glass needles because I'm going to do some particular build or or grind or whatever so if i'm if i'm gonna go in if i'm gonna go into the you know a, a material grind that just isn't how this game is built that i'm gonna run around io or or anywhere and basically just go and hold x on materials that doesn't seem like they should just be naturally dropping if you're playing you're, you're getting glimmer you're breaking down your weapons and your armor, and so you're getting gunsmith materials and legendary shards, and enhancement, enhancement cores, prisms, and uh, and planetary materials should be naturally dropping in the world in accordance to the the difficulty of the encounters in the environment, right? The rhythm of how often those things drop. I think is it should be dictated by the content so if you go flawless trials you should be getting prism uh, you know you should be getting some stuff to to you know use on your armor and then if you're just playing generic crucible maybe your ghost has enhancement prisms dropping every once in a while but you know obviously going flawless you get the ascendant shard maybe a couple of prisms you just you just tear it that's all you got to do by the way we're like 20 likes away from 500 let's get that light count to roll over to 500 so, I this is just not that kind of game where all right today I'm going to go out into the hills of this of this open giant area and just farm for wood or farm for you know iron. It's not like ESO or or some of these other games where there's a material grind. Destiny just isn't built for material grind. It feels very generic. The public space isn't that big. There's only really there's minimal things going on. And running around and doing that, I mean, that's such a D1 gap fill. D1 was so vacant and so empty. Running around and and, and picking up relic iron on Mars was basically a... uh, (laughs) It was like, well, there's nothing else to do, so I'll just do this. If we've got substantive content in Grinds, if we've got a Strike playlist, Crucible playlist, Gambit, then you got Grandmaster Nightfalls, you got all the different levels of Nightfall, the Ordeal, then you got a Dungeon, then you got a Raid, you got Europa, you got the new seasonal uh, activity on Europa, you got all this stuff to do. Dude, I don't want to be running around Europa picking up Icicles so I can, like, do something. So, I've always felt that... Bungie creates currency pain that's inordinately felt by people who don't play as much and it just becomes a, an unnecessary pain point the rest of us are destiny rich so a lot of these new material pain points just never touch us you gotta you got to get all these enhancement cores and all these things to masterwork and that's easy for a destiny rich player but for somebody else it was like this is so frustrating you know this is so so frustrating so I I would say that as a solo player, this is a good move for you, because you can you can still get currency needed for this stuff, you're just probably not going to get it as often, you know? Farming is essential in MMO-style games, but the way they did it in D1 was not it. Yeah, and I just think this is more, this is not quite that style. I think MMO is generic, like this is not world of warcraft or everquest like i don't need to go kill spiders in the forest for six hours to do one particular thing like you would in a game like everquest um or wow it borrows from mmo principles the idea that everyone's online you can run into people in the open world there's hundreds of thousands of people playing you know at a given time but it it's but it's not borrowing everything it's like, you can play Minecraft Dungeons, Minecraft Dungeons borrows from dungeon crawler RPGs, but it doesn't have the depth of Diablo 3, right? I'm not, I'm not going in and customizing skills and unlocking different runes for those particular skills, there's no paragon system. Do you see? It's like, but Minecraft Dungeons is still a dungeon crawler RPG. It's still, you, could st- you would still classify it as that you're not going to say well no it's not a true dungeon crawler RPG because it's not Diablo 3 or what's the other one Path of Exile well no I mean you know Minecraft Dungeons is a more action I'm, I'm sorry more arcade version of that it has influences and it has pieces of those games but it's not quite to that extreme uh, level and I would say similar things with Destiny Luke Smith comparing it to WoW and talks about how they want to be like it. I've never heard him say that in any substantive way. I've never heard him say, we want this game to be like World of Warcraft. I've never heard him say that. Darksider. With Bungie showing us that they can sunset mods specifically, it makes me wonder why they do that with armor and sunset problematic mods like armaments instead of the full armor. Well, yeah, I mean, I think they're probably going to do this. I think they are going to sunset, um, armaments and maybe even other mods. Um, but I, I don't know if that would mean they never, ever, they never need to sunset armor. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I'm thinking of why they would need to sunset armor. And the main reason we sunset armor, I guess, is because of the mod slots, so that you shuffle forward. I, I think armor is the biggest hang up. because a gun can have new perks, and then you care to go chase it, because it's gonna feel different, look different, sound different, and it's out on your screen and you can see it. Why am I gonna chase new armor in eight or nine months if what I have is already doing the job. Oh, well, it looks cool. Okay, well, Transmog could potentially really in in, indirectly short-circuit the armor grind, because you're going to be like, well, I don't need to grind for armor anymore. Or look for good armor stats. I already have great armor, great stats. I'll just Transmog. Sunsetting kind of comes in and says, well, eventually, you're going to need new armor. Um... It kills the grind for stats if you don't sunset armor. Right, that's essentially where I'm getting. I'm like, I'm I'm getting there in a roundabout way. Is that a good system? Is it a bad system? Isn't the reason to sunset power creep, Lono? Um, generally, that is one of the reasons, yes. But also, I just think games like this have to do something intrinsically to shuffle you forward. And I think sunsetting armor, sunsetting mods, sunsetting guns is a way to shuffle you forward and make the new stuff matter more. Um, It creates confusion and inconsistency in their design where we have a place where mods don't sunset with armor and a similar place with ghost mods. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised if that's coming, Darksider. This is our first glimpse into that, right? Even the XP gain one says this mod is fragile and it will expire at the end of season 15. That's just an XP gain one. More than likely, they're gonna be they're gonna be sunsetting uh, mods. You know, I, I I wouldn't be surprised if this is just a glimpse into the fact that they're gonna unify all those systems, guns, mods, armor, mods on your ghost. Everything's got an expiration date, right? All the way to year uh, season fifteen, right? So for all of year four, all this stuff's relevant and awesome, and then we go into year five. It's time for all new stuff. It's time for me to go find new mods for my ghost. It's time for me to experiment with some of these new things. Um, You know, shouldn't the new seasonal mods push us to farm for better armor? Well, there's going to be a bit of a hang up there, Darksider. All of the armor that you farm for in Beyond Light can use mods for the next year. So any mod that drops in season 12, 13, 14, or 15 armor that you get in Beyond Light can use all those mods. So you don't necessarily need to shuffle forward until Season 16, Witch Queen. Okay, Season 16, I need to get some new armor because this next year is going to have new stuff that I won't be able to use because my armor is now a year old. And again, I think that's a pretty decent reason, but that means that Season 13, 14, and 15, the only reason you would potentially grind for armor is the appearance of it. Uh, And I suppose maybe that's why they're doing transmog maybe in their mind, you get that base set of armor and you love your stats and your build, and then after that, any armor they introduce, you're purely chasing it for the cosmetic of it and the look of it I could see that being the way they look at it, I honestly don't know, they would need to outline their philosophy of how are you motivating armor updates every 3-4 to months, if at all, and if not, is Transmog gonna come in and give me a way to get the new armor without disrupting everything Because part of what happens is, I said it this morning, I get paralyzed. I'm like, dude, I'm not going to take all this armor up to level 10 energy. It's so costly. And Beyond Light's going to get here and I'm going to want to get all new armor. And the same thing's going to happen, right? I'm going to get near the end of Beyond Light and I'm going to be like, I don't know if I want to masterwork any of this stuff. There's going to be new armor next season. So you're creating this sense of futility of like, "Uh, I'll just keep, I'll just always what perpetually wait and never masterwork anything. So maybe they're wanting that to change so like you get a great set of armor in Beyond Light and then you spend the next year primarily wearing that armor set and changing its appearance with transmog and then a year later you really feel that need to say oh I need the new stuff this stuff's being sunset and the mods I wouldn't be able to use the new mods anyway you know the year four mods uh, I'm sorry you know the year five mods I can't I wouldn't be able to use them in this armor uh, to begin with confused as to whether armor mod slots during year four will only have year four mods ie season 12 through 15 of something yeah it's not going to be able to reach backwards brian i don't think so i think any armor you get in beyond light will only reach forward i think that the the rules are changing they've not been explicit about that but the way it made it sound like to me was that the got the armor gets sunset after 12 months and the seasonal mod slot is good for 12 months. I don't think it's going to reach back. You don't need to constantly grind for armor, though, only once every 12 months. Right, and that's a good kickoff to the expansion, right? You're like, well, it's, trying to, it's time to kind of rebuild my character a little bit. I got get. I got to go find these mods for my ghost. I got to get some new armor. You know, I got to get some new guns. And then you spend that next year either chasing cool looking cosmetics for your armor, or again, whatever they're adding seasonally as far as like little weapon pools and seasonal, you know, seasonal uh, activities. It's so backwards, though, and an issue I have currently. You spend all this time investing and getting attached to your look and stats, and then you have to just toss it out. Well, I mean, you're making it sound like they're going to make you do that every couple of weeks. I mean, doing that in Witch Queen, again, that just feels right. That feels sensible. It's a new year. It's a new expansion. It's time for me to kind of start over. It's time for me to kind of like rebuild my character a little bit. Almost like you're re-spec-ing. Um Kind of like you jumped into Taken King and you're picking up greens and blues that are stronger and, you know, and and, uh, and better, you know. it's it's an annual sort of reset button that's not super painful, you don't have to but if you're wanting to go into endgame, you certainly do if you want to use the new mods, you do nobody's forcing you, they're not like yeah, you can't play anything until you do this they're saying, you know, this stuff's gonna get sunset, can't go into the endgame these new mods are gonna be set for year 5 and you can't use them I think that's more sensible it's definitely more sensible than doing it every season i mean i i I don't think that's what i would i would i would ever advocate for doing it every single season would be uh would be a bit much um so Next question from Gilly in the mist: Do you think this increase uh, increases the objective value of ghosts from the Eververse? There have been numerous shells I didn't buy due to them not having guiding light, and now with the mod system, it's free reign. This seems like not only good for the player side but marketing one too. Yeah, I mean, that certainly could be, could have been an issue. Right? There could have been an issue where they're like, well, people aren't buying ghosts because they're worried about the perks or they're worried they're going to get bad perks and they're not going to get the perks that they want or something like that. Um, and I think that that, you're right, is probably like a fair barrier between somebody saying, you know, are you going to buy a ghost or not? Well, I'm not going to buy that ghost. It might get bad perks. It might, you know, it might be, I might not get the stuff that I want. I think, same with sparrows. That's why I think they're going to bring this system to sparrows. You know, they're going to bring it to sparrows because who wants to buy a sparrow and then you don't get instant summon? Well, you can use speed demon. Well, I don't want to use speed demon, I like having instant summon. Um, You really may as well grab the seasonal armor instead of the beyond light armor. Well, I mean, sure, if they continue in that trend, you know, Greg, where they're like, here, the armor in the season pass has great stats. I would hope they would stop doing that and start making them like decent, but the best stats need to be dropping from the game. If you're going to give me aspirational armor pursuit every season, which is what they promised, and I'm going to be going after those high stats, you don't want to undercut that by handing me a 65 from the season pass. I think they need to tone that down. Can't you continually pull from collections to get the perks you want on ghosts and sparrows? Yeah, and I, that's, 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 that's arguably stupid. That is arguably stupid. I'm just throwing currency away to get a perk for instant summon, or a perk for whatever planets. I did that on the one, right? I kept pulling out the one, the one, uh, ghost, because I wanted the guiding light, and then I wanted the, every single planet to have, like, whatever the one perk was. This is significantly better who wants to buy something from the Eververse and then spend more currency continuing to pull it out of the collections, hoping to get the perks that you want? Just give us control over it. I think, I think that makes way more sense. You know? Um, so, in, in this particular instance, with what, you know, Gilly's asking, yes, I think more and more people will say, oh, I don't have, I don't have to worry what this Ghost or the Sparrow comes from. I just buy it because it looks dope and then I put the mods on it that I want. So, uh, the armor I have now will take me into Beyond Light, and the Beyond Light armor will last until Witch Queen. Right. Bungie introduces sun setting, so they don't have to nerf things and make more fun things. Uh, right. Makes mountaintop and recluse community know. You can't make weapons that are strong. That's all we see in PvP. We need variety. <laughs> yeah, and then they introduce sunsetting setting, and they're like, re- Yeah, I get it. Uh, Raven. Lona, would you like it if cosmetics or accessories had low drop rates in the endgame activities? I personally like the idea of a new raid ghost or ornament being extremely rare but farmable. They have actually indicated that this is something that they want to do. Endgame... What do they call them? Decorations? They used a word I, they've never used before. They talked about, basically... Endgame decorations. Uh, where... And they did say... They're never going to sell exotic sparrows, ghosts, ships, or whatever. Nothing will be sold in the Eververse that's thematically tied to a season or an activity. So the one sparrow looked like the divinity, and the one ghost looked like a harpy, and, it, and the one ship looked like you know the Crimson Keep. Those clearly should have been drops. Those clearly should have been drops in content. And so they're not doing that ever again, they said. Uh, there was the ornament for the, the the divinity that made it look like all the Garden of Salvation stuff. So, given that they said that, and then they also said Endgame will start getting its own decorative, you know, ornamentation and, and, and items like that. Essentially, vanity items. I would think that, yes, a raid would then... Is that what they said? Accessories? I think that's right. They said accessories. So... That means, I would think, that the raid in Beyond Light would probably then have a ghost, a sparrow, uh, and a ship. Like, those are your accessories. Um, Also, they said that they would no longer be selling uh, ornaments for legendary weapons. So, since we've seen the fact that they're going to let you go pursue ornamentation for the pursuit weapon to change its appearance... I would really hope they do the same thing for a raid. Let me run the raid X number of times, or just have the ornamentation have a decent or low drop rate, you know, once I already have the gun or something. So I can make the gun look different as long as I'm, you know, really being doing my job and running the raid every week and getting those drops. So, I would expect that. I mean, we always looked back and said, you know, the Nano Phoenix and Wrath of the Machine was a great drop because it was mega, mega rare. And, you know, once you got it, it was like, oh man, this is, this is basically the Bigfoot of Destiny right now. Um, they can just design left stuff that looks like it belongs in the game so they don't have to give that much away and design more for the Eververse that's probably what's going to happen well but you have to isolate half of what I talked about though Greg they said that aspirational content and raids will be they're going to introduce accessories in those environments I mean I don't know what else that would be other than some form of vanity or ornamentation and to be fair they weren't even adding that many Eververse items that looked like that anyway there was only a couple examples there was the Harpy Ghost Shell, the Crimson of the Scarlet Keep ship, and then like the Divinity Sparrow, and then the Garden of Salvation like Divinity Ornament. What is it, like maybe four items? Um, I I don't know. To me, they made it pretty clear that stuff's no longer going to be sold, and they're going to be putting that stuff out in the game world. I mean, they said they're no longer going to sell legendary weapon ornaments, and then the first thing we see of, of a weapon for year four is earnable ornaments for it. Um, so, I'd have to go back and read that TWAB to make maybe a stronger argument here, because it did seem to me that they gave us a pretty strong impression that that stuff was going to start to land, like, actually in the game instead of, uh, you know, elsewhere. Um, I mean, I suppose we could try and do a quick Google search. It was, um, it was a Bungie TWAB accessories. Is the I'm pretty sure they used the word accessories. That sounded right. Um... I just don't know when that was Uh, it might actually be here because they mentioned transmog Uh, max power level Um, I'm trying to find where it was no because this is for like shadow keep stuff I think Uh, starting in season 12 armor will no longer have the seasonal rotating mod slot that's the thing where they said it was going to like uh, be more yearly. Um, I wish I could find it because I it, it was a it might have even been. Um, I forget how they phrased it because if, if I could remember how they phrased it, I could find it a lot easier. Um, what's the difference between saying you're taking stuff out and just having a set number of things already made? You can just say it was for every eververse originally when it was always meant to be put into the game. Um, was it, wasn't it a Luke Smith blog? I thought it was a TWAB. I thought it was a TWAB. Um, I thought that they said they were looking to be adding things like raid accessories. Um, oh, it's in this one from the seventh. Uh, hang on. Uh, duh, 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 Uh, Okay, it says Destiny's next raid will have brand new armor, weapons, and exotic accessories to pursue. So I don't know what else that could be. An exotic accessory, that's an exotic ghost, sparrow, or a ship. Like that can't really be anything else. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I, ornaments for guns are not exotic. So the fact that they're calling it an exotic accessory, to me, That's a, that's, that's what the ships and the sparrows were. They were exotic accessories. Uh, um, and right, and right after, I mean, look, it comes together beginning in season 12. We will no longer be selling ships, ghost shells, sparrows, or armor, armor ornaments in the eververse that are visually based on themes from aspirational activities. We are not planning on changing existing items as that at this time we would be, we could be spending on itemizing the future. So, uh, th- th- this is this is right after they just said that. I mean, they're sending. I th- to me, they're sending a clear message that ships, ghost shells, and sparrows and armor ornaments will never. They're not going to be in the Eververse if it's tied to an aspirational activity. This is right after saying an aspirational activity is getting exotic accessories. So. that one seems like a pretty easy you know kind of read between the lines statement there it doesn't seem that uh, that far fetched to come to the conclusion that I'm coming to Um, exotic weapon and armor ornaments are considered exotic well yeah and 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 a ghost ship and a sparrow are also exotic and those are accessories ornamentation doesn't seem like an accessory to me an accessory is like something extra you bring along with you like a ghost, a ship, and a sparrow. Maybe not a ship, you know, more like a sparrow and a ghost to me. That's that's an accessory. That's this extra item you're bringing along with you. So. I don't think all their focus on Eververse, but I also don't think they suddenly decided to take stuff out of it that they hadn't previewed any future seasonal cosmetics. Seems more likely they already planned it and then said that to look good because players were ticked off at the Eververse. I mean there's too much presumption for me to to care about like you're presuming a lot and so i'm moving on i don't i don't like interacting with that level of presumption um yeah i I, especially when it's accusatory i I get kind of tired of that um nick with the next question with ghost mods expiring and them likely being locked behind a grind or something wouldn't that open the possibility to reintroduce literally the same mod to regrind that's basically the fear of sunsetting caused all over again so you're concerned that they're gonna basically take this mod that expires and make you regrind for it a year later i mean I- They also said, though, that you're going to get some mods by default, right? Isn't it right here? Yeah. uh, Ghost perks that you have now will be brought forward largely unchanged as default unlocked mods. Um, So they're they're probably going to, yes, make you chase mods again. But I would imagine the more generic basic ones like XP and stuff, uh, you know... I, w- I wouldn't think that they're going to be like, yeah, you got to go regrind for Blinding Light Energy 6, increase XP gains by 12. It's possible they're putting that expiration date there just to protect themselves. If they find out after, you know, year four, yeah, Blinding Light, we want to tone that down, only go up to tier four energy, and only give people a max of, you know, 10%, 9% or something. They may be just giving themselves wiggle room to say... We want to be able to kind of pivot here if we need to. Pivot? We want to be able to, you know, make those adjustments. But again, I don't know what their plan is. They could literally just reset and say, okay, here's all the default ones, and then there's new ones to go out and chase and earn. Um, Sometimes I think we're so quick to smell a sinister plot and then there is none. Do you know what I mean? It's like they say, hey, we're no longer going to sell Eververse items that are iconically based. We're going to put exotic accessories in the raid. And someone's like, yeah, they probably... Greg's like, oh, they just did that because the people were angry. They just did it to look good. Okay. Oh, they're putting mods on ghosts that have an expiration date. Yeah, they're probably just going to sunset that and make us chase the same ones again. Just being lazy. I'm just like, uh <laughs> I just... That's why I didn't even really want to engage the Eververse debate with him. It's like, I just get... That just gets exhausting to always presume the worst and be like, Oh, yeah, they're being lazy. Uh, They did this to look good. They've got ulterior motives. They don't have the player's interest at heart. They're just doing this for themselves. They're just doing this to save face. They're just... I don't know. Like I just... Those rabbit holes are so tiring because we don't know any... We don't know if they're going to do that. That's not until 2021 Witch Queen. So, we're not even we're, we're, like we haven't even played Beyond Light yet, and you're worried about regrinding ghost mods, you know, in 13 to 14 months from now. I, you know what I mean? I, I just, I, and what's the worst that happens? It's a slight reset button. You jump into Witch Queen, run some strikes, run some activities, and slowly earn back some of these mods. They're static, basic slightly game enhancing mods. It's not like some god roll weapon and they deleted it from your inventory. It's a mod that increases glimmer or XP gains. Like the fact that you maybe you have to unlock it again is that any different than when they reset your artifact and you had to like XP grind to unlock your ex, you know, your artifact again and and reearn oppressive darkness. You see what I'm saying? Did you throw your hands up in the air and flip your desk because they reset your artifact? I just think to some extent in games like this there have to be slight reset button presses where you do slightly start over again i you know i don't think i think sometimes we worry about stuff that fundamentally doesn't matter because you're going to play the game anyway so you spend a couple of weeks re-earning these mods okay Is your experience during those first weeks completely sullied and ruined by the fact that you didn't have greater core harvest? Or because you didn't have the 12% XP gain mod yet, you kind of had to re-earn it? Is your experience totally sullied? Oh, this is terrible. No, you're going to play anyway, and you're going to get it back, you're going to re-earn them all, and then you're going to slap some more in. Also, it's possible that, you know, every year they kind of update it, spice it up, add some new stuff, stuff you've never done before or used before, and, you know, it gets it it, uh, it it gives it a fresh feel, a fresh coat of paint. I I don't know. I could understand if they were reaching into your into your inventory and literally deleting guns that you earn and you can no longer use them again, but uh, to 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 be concerned about this that like, oh man, they're just they're going to they're 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 going to make me regrind for ghost mods in year in year 5. Uh, I don't know. Even if they do that, I don't think that's a huge concern, you know, obviously, yes, if we get into the summer, if we get into the summer of twenty twenty one and you're re grinding for a spare rations that's identical to the old spare rations, then we can have a conversation about sunsetting and reissues with a lack of change. like we can have a conversation about that then um you know. Giving them too much credit because people are screaming from the rooftops that Bungie is lying, and there's no way they'll do this that yeah, I know like that's the, what I mean like right now people are like you're giving them too much credit or you're you're trusting them too much or you're being too hopeful I mean i don't know, maybe it's just a personality trait, and maybe i'm just not as jaded and as pessimistic, and I think some people maybe are too jaded and too pessimistic like meet me in the middle like let me have some influence on you and then you can have some influence on me like uh, uh, like detecting a sinister lazy plot beneath every rock of a, of a twab is going to get really tiring on the way to beyond light They dropped something in our lap that's new. We didn't even know this was coming. And we're already, we're already surfacing ideas that like, yeah, but we're going to just have to regrind for this stuff in the future. Or they're just going to, you know, I'm I'm sure people are going to be like, yeah, they're just going to try and sell more ghost shells now. They'll put less ghost shells earnable in the game or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think that this was good. This was a solid TWAB. This is good This is good deepening of a system that right now doesn't have much to it. You know, your ghost doesn't do much. Uh, I think Ghost 2.0 uh, is brilliant simply based on the fact that it doesn't have to run around with 12 ghosts anymore. Right. Right. Not to mention, again... In my mind, this is low priority. I think guns are more deserving of an update, and if they're going to reach across the aisle and give the armor 2.0 energy system update to a ghost, I would really hope some version of it is also landing on our weapons. I really, really hope so. Uh, Avenger. With ghost mods giving materials on other activities now, do you feel like this will lessen the amount of backlash we are getting for armor? I mean it's it's like it's like when i said if you put more champions in the game then you're well within your right to give us tons of freedom with respect to champion mods and give us more power against champions in a similar vein if they are putting more armor or you know periodically making you kind of like upgrade your armor and swap your armor out If in the midst of that, they give you the ability to earn more of the currency and materials necessary, then they've kind of leveled the plane out, you know what I'm saying? So like, yes, I think that this would likely, hopefully make people feel like, oh, it's not quite as painful. Or like me, you're not going to feel that paralyzation of, oh, I don't want to masterwork anything because there'll be armor next season or next month or whatever. I think they're loosening up that feeling because the, the armor lasts for a year, the seasonal mod slot's good for a year. That fourth slot is no longer limited to season behind and in front. It's good for the next 12 months. So the the more flexibility on the seasonal mod slot, the the seemingly having more control over my currency earn rate, uh, it, uh, yes, I would hope that, at least for me personally, like I'm just going to speak as my own player, as my own experience, I would love to have it kind of like, free me up a little bit more be like yeah no i can take this all the way up to 10 level 10 yeah it's fine the currency's coming in pretty regularly i play on a regular basis and this armor good for a whole freaking year you know Right now, you're more I'm more hesitant to take it all the way to level 10. I don't really recoup it all back, you know, and I, I don't see or feel a huge difference when I go all the way to level 10. It's like, "Oh, yeah, it bumps my stats and I can I go from an 8 to a 10." So like, "Oh, I got two more energy slots." This is why I think it would be good for them to consider on Armor 2.0 to give more when you roll it up to 10 like i said my one video like let me pick where the extra 12 points go uh within reason you know let me pick like oh, i want to put four on mobility and five on on recovery you know and then three over here like let me pick where they go so then i have a little bit more of an incentive to take something up to 10 because maybe i can kind of like round out its stats you could also say um You know, when you take it up to level 10, maybe uh, energy costs all go down by one to enable you to feel like not only do I want to take it to 10, but it'll give me a little bit more flexibility in my build. Certain things are going to get a little bit cheaper. Uh, There's a variety of things they could do, I think to really motivate people more to take something all the way to 10 because right now i think it's hard to feel that benefit it's like i gotta save all this currency build up all this stuff and then blast it all in my armor and what do i get extra stats and most of us take stuff to like eight so it's like and i get two more energy i mean how often are you sitting there being like if i only had two more energy slots i could really change my loadout I don't think a lot of us are saying that because it's not that much. It's not that much of a difference. I wouldn't be surprised if they if they pulled the community by just analyzing our armor. You don't have to ask us. I wouldn't be surprised if eighty percent of the armor in the game that gets masterwork. So you qualify. It. If someone's leveling up armor energy, okay, beyond level three or four. Once armor gets beyond level three or four, where does it typically land? I bet you there's a big, fat, hot heat map where most people's armor lands on 8 and not 9 and 10. 10's probably w- way, way less often in comparison to that heat map of if somebody takes their armor past level 4, you know, level 4 or 5, because sometimes armor drops to level 4 or 5, generally probably lands on an 8. Um, Bungie's been going down slope since the split with Activision, so they don't get the benefit of the doubt you would need to make a substantive argument of how they've gone downhill from since they split with Activision. I know the seasons were lower in substance because they lost Vicarious Visions and they lost High Moon Studios, but that's, that's understandable, right? Less content's understandable. How has the game gone down in quality? leveling was more refined in year three the artifact added new customization champions added a new layer to combat they brought back difficulty spectrum to content in nightmare hunts and nightfalls grandmaster nightfalls are disappointing but at least they made an effort to add aspirational loot garden of salvation was a solid raid uh they did the first ever live event in the tower that was actually I think pretty cool with with the uh Uh, with the almighty they've done better in game handing off of story like it's more of a seamless story going from one season to the next season of dawn was a very strong season Uh, season of arrivals has been decent with good lore entries and good story development and pyramid ships in the in the skyline I think it's really really hard to be like yeah after the break with Activision they're just going downhill Uh, at the very least they're maintaining their game I, I don't see massive quality degradation from the break with Activision um uh, they just have to earn that trust benefit the doubt and love uh, and love for me back because they have slowly lost those i mean some of that just sounds personal though like i mean i just rattled off a lot of things that i feel like were were steps in the right direction for year 3 rather than steps backwards armor 2.0 happened this year as well, don't forget that. People get inoculated to quality of life fixes. You forget that the Artifact, Armor 2.0, leveling refinements, and all those things landed in year three, landed in Shadowkeep, landed after the split with Activision. All those things came. The season pass, they're more generous with with the stuff on the season pass. They're giving you... When in the history of Destiny did they give you guaranteed items from the Eververse? When? I mean, they did the punch-out thing with the... uh, with the with the the matrix but most of those were legendary items. You get a, you get guaranteed armor ornamentation. They added armor ornamentation to give you more freedom over the look of your character. Like I just I think we get inoculated to quality of life increases. They added all this quality of life in year 3 and you're like, "Yeah, they've just gone downhill since to break with Activision." Um, you know, if you're less satisfied with the game, if you enjoyed year 3, less than you hoped I get that but to conclude like oh yeah they just have gone downhill it's like I don't know I think you can objectively say as a game developer they've spent a a lot of time deepening and enhancing Quality of life and depth of what you can do with your character. If you didn't like the content, if you got burned out, if you didn't like the guns, if you didn't like the activities, that's fine, that's fair. But you got the Pit of Heresy, you got the Prophecy Dungeon. Those are two of the coolest endgame environments that they've built. I guess that's my opinion, but I don't know. Endgame logistical grind has been upgraded in the Prophecy Dungeon, a brand new idea of a punch out loot system, and you can continually grind it for more loot. That's something we've been asking for for a very, very long time. And that land Landed in year three under their own watch, under Luke Smith's watch. $5 uh, from Reaper says, good morning, Lono. Hope you have a fantastic day. And then $10 says, tip train, let's go. Happy to support you. Is, Is super chat glitching? Those are from earlier. Why are they hitting chat again? So... I am always opening, open to hearing strong argumentation about why you think they're going downhill. I would be well well open to hearing that. But man, oh man, when I add up all the things they've done in year three, yeah, they got they they did they made they struck out, man. Trials, woo, swing and a miss on trials. Yes, season of the worthy with the tower event. Yep, swing and a miss. But then we got the cool lore entry, we got to see the original Rasputin, you got a story that was evolving with pyramid ships getting closer, now pyramid ships are in the skyline, we get this cool thing with Eris. all this stuff's going on and developing, I don't know, I feel like it's a mixture of both, but I do feel like they've gotten a lot of good hits on base in year 3 it really feels like people are just projecting I can see why people are getting tired of hearing people's personal gripes especially when every time something that is seemingly decent gets previewed it's always the same negativity especially you don't have to say the same thing every time to get people to time people are excited though like I get that your view and I respect that but every time people talk positively it's like some of you guys have to bring them down and I can see why people are getting annoyed there's a point in being doubtful obviously but everything that gets shown you bring up doubts that don't even have anything to do with it I think that's a good read, word from Wheezy. I feel like we're in this weird interim period, right? We're in limbo, okay? We're in limbo and everybody's experiencing limbo differently. Some of you are experiencing with angst, concern, worry, doubts, cynicism, skepticism. They're not saying enough. They need to say more. I think it's gonna fail. I think it's gonna be bad. The rest of us are like, oh, this looks pretty good. I like this, man. We were asking for this. Like we literally had a, a, a person ask for this in a Q and A session. A couple of weeks ago. So I think we're all experiencing the limbo and the drought differently. and I think there are some that are just trending more toward the skeptical cynical side, and it does it does get a little uh, draining. Um, we can't even enjoy like a cool system coming to ghosts without those those skepticism, uh, those cynical ideas and doubts rising to the surface. Um, so. I want to affirm and understand that people have come a long way with this game and continue to feel like, I don't know, the the game never really feels like it's landed. I get that. I I understand why you might feel that way. But also understand that like right now, I feel like we are getting a pretty good trickle of information and um, it's encouraging to me that they looked at something as simple as a ghost and thought, how can we deepen that and make that better for the player? How can we give the player more customization over their ghost? That I think that's good. This comes from... Let me say it another way. This system is pouring out of an internal philosophy of deepen the player's customization options and build choices. If, it's, if, this is, if this is on a Ghost, and look at the aspects and fragments on Stasis, and look at some of the builds we've come up with on Armor 2.0, the internal philosophy at Bungie is clearly changing and shifting Luke Smith is bringing as he said when he said we want to increase that MMO feel how by giving you more stats and more customization and control over your loadout and here we sit on the cusp of year four and more customization stasis aspects fragments already coming up with build ideas just from the few things that we've seen and they're even touching this philosophy down on a ghost This is one of the reasons I'm like crossing my fingers. Oh, please, please let this philosophy hit guns. That would be so, so nice. It would just be such a nice injection of depth and control and customization that is presently lacking on guns. Guns feel very homogenized. Guns feel very samey. This would be a great way to deepen that aspect of the game. So I look at this and see a a, a good philosophy application happening, which gives me hope as opposed to Doubts. So... Ashen. Why don't they just buff XP payouts to take the XP buffs out of the Ghost? To me, I don't see why I wouldn't run on every Ghost. Wait and see what it costs to get something like this. So, defeating bosses in a Vanguard playlist with a chance to drop Enhancement Prism? That costs 6 energy. You only got 10. So as soon as you slap that bad boy on, you can only do 4. Look up here. 12% XP gain now costs 6 energy. So, those things are at odds. What are you working on? What do, what, what, what's more valuable to you? This is called trade pain. You're trading one for the other. So, clearly, this guy went with a tier 1 XP gain, which is probably like, what, 2% maybe, I would think? 2% XP gain that's lower than what you get now you get a 10% gain now with Guiding Light so, so what do you value as a player control you see they're giving you control you may not give a rip about XP you're like dude I'm going to play 10 hours a day all season long what matters more to me is getting those enhancement prisms, or whatever these other perks are down here, these are called activity uh, mods down here you can see right here, activity ghost mod so this last one, I think maybe the reason they put like a little globe there it's an activity mod, cause that's where you're going, right, you're going to places and planets and engaging in activities, and you can see here Crucible Gambit Vanguard are the icons that are commonly showing up here Th- this is just like what we saw in the stasis customization. Hey, add this cool fragment. Eh, you're gonna lose 10 discipline. Ooh, okay, some trade pain. What do I want to do? What matters most to me? Add this and get plus 10 strength. Oh, but you're gonna have to take off the one you have on now that's giving you plus 10 discipline. Ooh, which matters more to my build right now? What am I? What am I? What's my goal? What am I aiming for? So, th- I. I hear where you're coming from, this is a little bit like when people say, why why would you have magic find, because then everybody just runs magic find, and it's a dead slot, it's a dead perk, so I think you're thinking maybe similarly, like, oh, XP gains, I'm only going to want that, why would I ever not want that, I care more about mats than XP, but XP lets me level and bypass their horrible RG leveling system, true. Let's wait and see what kind of updates they have about leveling, though, before you jump to that, um... You jump to that conclusion. And... Okay, you like... Uh... You care about mats more than XP. So what that means is... You would come down here and spend, I don't know, four or six energy on some sort of material urn, and then maybe come up here and spend four energy on XP. You might skip these middle two. You don't need, like, a planetary chest finder or glimmer. You know, you would skip the two... That's exactly what's good about this. You, as a player, set your ghost in accordance to what matters to you. Which matters more? Mats? Prisms? XP? Glimmer? Finding chests in the public space? Do you know how many people are probably going to gravitate on these first three because they live in the public space? Give me the XP, let me find those chests, give me that more Glimmer, that's all I need. I don't need prisms, shards, any of that. I'm not gonna. If they're not going into strikes, if they're not going into crucible, there are going to be plenty of people that set up a ghost for public space grind, because they don't go into strikes, gambit, or crucible. This is this is a really really good step into allowing a player to customize their experience. This is one of the reasons why we want to see bounties change. I don't want to go into strikes, the public space, crucible, or gambit and change my entire freaking loadout to get a couple of kills. I want to have a loadout that I've either earned or I'm working on or I'm enjoying and I use that in strikes as opposed to the one that you're you're essentially telling me to use a sidearm, an SMG, or whatever. I'll meet you halfway. I'll wait and see. I just hate XP being on that ghost as XP to me is a base game mechanic. It should be a fixed amount. I should get a fixed amount you do get a fixed amount. You do get a fixed amount, and you can increase it if you want. It's totally optional. It's totally optional. You could be like, no, the fixed amount's plenty. I play so much, and also consider something that you don't know yet, Ashen. They said that they are going to... Adjust XP distribution so that bounties aren't so central so you may come to the conclusion that, like dude XP payout in the in the strikes the activities and places that I'm going is really healthy I don't really need this 12% gain I care more about the prisms right now this ghost isn't saying if you want to earn XP equip this mod it's saying you already earn XP increase it if you'd like so that it, it's totally optional. <laughs> Animus, I like that gift that you made. That's great. Behemoth. I like the new mods on the Ghost, but what do you think to incentive the mods by if you rank up the Vanguard, the mods will give you more rewards? Well, and I mean, that could be. That could be, homie. They're, like, if you scroll down here, um, they have one that looks like it gives you material, And then it looks like this one at the top of the circle is for, uh, there's a four and a six. So it's strikes or nightfalls have a chance to award enhancement prism. The lower one is probably an enhancement core. And then these diamond, these diamond shaped ones. I don't know what those are. Um, I, th- that could be anything, and then these ones look like the material diamond. so maybe you ha- increase material, planetary material gains when you're in those activities, so maybe planetary materials are getting put in that box that box with the symbol on it right now that says, um, material planetary material bundle or whatever it's called, that little symbol's there, and then this one here has a helmet so it could be that you can increase the chance of items dropping or double drops or whatever the frick. Like, what if there's a six down here with that helmet symbol and you get double drops anytime armor drops? You see, like, that's what matters to you, so you're going to spend six energy on that. I'll even hurt my argument a bit. I can focus on leveling up the first part of the season and the second part focus on mats after I grind the artifact. That... Right on the money, Ashen. You can literally have one ghost. That's what somebody said earlier, because it's going to be really cheap to upgrade these ghosts, by the way. This is going to cost like uh, uh, some glimmer and some uh, enhancement cores. It's not going to be very expensive. You can have two or three ghosts. You can have a ghost you slap on when you're grinding public space because you're slamming bounties and you want as much XP as possible. Then you go into strikes, you switch it up a bit. A little less XP bonus, but you're going to try and get those prisms to drop. Like, multiple ghosts for multiple activities. Instead of right now, like, we slap on one ghost for guiding light and that's kind of the end of the that's the end of the story you're just like yeah oh it was, that's all we need you know I see myself changing my ghost every single time I change activities yeah I could definitely see doing that also I mean if you know you're gonna cash in a bunch of bounties you slap on the XP ghost I don't they, they might be getting rid of shared wisdom I think they, could, they should get rid of shared wisdom I think shared wisdom stupid but um, at least they're giving the solo player some control here to earn extra XP if they'd like by switching their ghosts and putting that mod on. But they also said that, you know, bounties are going to have less of an XP gain. They're going to try and distribute XP more according to, you know, the activities as opposed to uh, as opposed to the opposite, you know? Let's boot the game up and get ready to find Xur. Uh, Guiding Light plus Speed Demon... Right now, I think it's very likely they bring the system to sparrows and I'm praying they bring the system to guns. Because again, it homogenizes the 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 menu system. The menu system is energy, mods, customization. This is how you can play. This is how you like to play. You know? I change my ghost once a season. I just left on... I, I, I think every character has a guiding light you know, go, so I don't have to think about it. You know? Next week in Destiny, increase your gambit gains with triple infamy. Track the Herald of Soul and Strange Terrain Nightfall the Ordeal. Fight, Clash and Breakthrough Return to the Crucible. Uh, okay. Once we know where zur is, we'll go and visit him and try and get... I've been trying to buy... I buy a, an Ingram from him every week. I want a good Phoenix Protocol. And I know I could grind the Nightfall this week, but I just wasn't in the mood for it. I don't like... I don't like Lake of Shadows that much as a Nightfall. It's not that it's hard, I just find it to be annoying. Um... So well that's plenty of questions we obviously get less questions but it gives us more time for back and forth and discussion I feel like Q&A's have gotten a lot better you get about an hour every time if you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify or watching on YouTube feel free to come in and catch us live at rage.com. if you're here live right now or you come in later be sure to click subscribe the bell button and the like button we appreciate people who hit subscribe and like that helps the channel out a lot or click join It's a direct way to support me with a paid membership that comes with perks, benefits, a badge, and emotes for the chat. As always, if you're listening elsewhere, please like, share, and subscribe.